you have a hundred percent survival rate of every situation, everything scary, everything big that you've ever been in. Right? Can you like just picture that? Hundred percent survival rate. Everything, every situation that didn't go the way you expected, all of them. If you're listening to this, it means you're alive and you survived all the bad days. So if you can count on one person in the entire world to be to put your best interest in out front and foremost, it's you. So if you survived everything you've been through, you'll survive this too. And if it's up to you, you've got really good odds. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad and I are going to dig into the candid convo I had with Lana McClung in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Seriously, you cannot skip that one. It's a great hilarious it's so candid interview yeah it, her her words are amazing she is she is worth the follow my friends i promise <laughs> um so anyways we had something exciting happen y'all we've been working on this behind the scenes for so freaking long i actually forgot we were working on it <laughs> yeah brett what's happening uh we finally opened up an amazon account for onlinepilatesclasses.com for the flashcards. <laughs> yeah, there, there's an account right now. Currently, we have two products up. We got the flashcards for the Matt and Reformer on there. Um, and we'll have some others up there eventually. Um, but it, I'm not kidding. It took four months to get this stupid account open. Uh, it was quite a process uh, fighting with Amazon to get everything exactly the way we needed it to be uh, with the name of it because they don't like having .com in the name of no. the brand. And we couldn't just be... OPC or online flies classes because it's a little too vague. It's so also, and it's also not our name, <laughs> right? So anyway, that was a fight, but we got it. We got what we needed. It's finally up. It's live, uh, and that's very exciting. So if you um, prefer to uh, that, that we um, uh, look shop from our site or shop from Amazon. Yeah, okay. we're we're not sending you away from our site. Please come to our site, but we also know that maybe you trust us and know us. So you're like, "No problem." Right. Look, but maybe your friends and family are like, mm, "I don't know. I prefer to um trust the man." So, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so I mean, fine. you know, Amazon obviously uh takes care of their customers, all the things. Uh it does ship uh Prime so they can get it like in 2 days, yeah. which is great. I mean, ours I think ours gets there in 3 days. So it's not too bad. But anyway, you know, you're protected with Amazon all those things. So, um You're also just you're very much protected with us. But look. Yeah. We just that's know true. that some people don't carry their credit card around. Right. And so you have it already stored there and you want to just like click and ship. You know, like add to cart and then like, you know, skip it all the way. Like you can even swipe now. You're like, just send it. And it's like, you know, so I get it. And we wanted to basically our mission is more bodies doing Pilates and getting these more cards on, bodies doing Pilates, getting our cards on Amazon is part of that mission because yeah. not everyone knows me yet. I know 
You can't believe it. You can't believe it because you're like, everybody knows LL, but not everyone does. And so this this is our opportunity to help spread the word. So um, you can buy it from us or you can buy it from Amazon. Both links will be below in the show notes. Okay. I think we've exhausted that. Okay. I think so. Here we go. Oh, but first... <laughs> wow, that was very natural transition yeah. right there. <laughs> you know, just call me Grace over here. Um, <laughs> so normally we have a question, but this week we have a bold moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's a bold moment? Tell everyone what we started last week. Yeah. So I think this is bold moment number two. Yeah. Uh, we have had uh, some very exciting uh, feedback from uh, those who are following the pod. And uh, uh, they submitted a bold moment that they uh, did in their life. And they were celebrating the win and they shared it with us. And we thought it was so cool. We thought we would share it with you. Yeah. So this is from Mandy. And so if you want to send me a bold moment, you just have to say it's a bold moment. Uh, Mandy didn't say that, but um, I'm sharing it because it's fucking bold. Here we go. Um, I hope you get this message because I want to say a huge thank you. As a result of taking your workshop on multi-level classes and your podcast focus on taking messy action, I've begun implementing changes in how I run semi-private trio and quad sessions at her at my studio. Amazing. I know. In the past, I would have waited until everything was perfect before getting started. But as you say, perfect is boring and without action, nothing changes. So I jumped in outside of my comfort zone and my clients have expressed appreciation for the change, noticing the value while graciously understanding that beginnings can be a bit chaotic. I'm encouraged, energized, and grateful for what I get to do every day. Thank you very, very much. Oh, that's amazing. Is that not so cool? That's exactly why we do this pod. I know. Uh, to encourage you to get out there, get it started. Don't let it uh, you know, don't, don't let it linger, uh, because that's what it's e very easy to do to think like, you know, what I'm bringing might, you know, the people won't see the value in it until it's perfect, all that kind of stuff. But the, the truth is you just got to start, you got to start sometimes. So yeah. we're here to encourage you to keep doing that. Uh, we're so, uh, Mandy, thank you for sharing. Yeah. That was really lovely. And, uh, I'm uh, also glad I got that message that was in one of those like random Facebook requests, but like the hidden ones, like you, Oh, cool. You yeah. know, like pass it. It's like three different steps. It's hit like, us up on IG. Yeah. It's a I little mean, more direct. You can, you can also hit me up on Facebook, but it's, it's quite possible you end up in the purgatory because it's not really where I hang out. But anyways, Mandy got through and you know what? Good things. will they get through. So congratulations. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that bold moment. I want to read more. Keep them coming. Amazing. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B E I T P O D. Now back to the show. All right. Now let's talk about Lana McClung. Lana J. McClung is a nutritionist, a CrossFit coach, and a giver who gets energy from pouring into other people. She helps her clients dial in fat loss through counting macros and then learning how to sustainably build a plate to keep the fat at bay long after they are finished working with her. And she's hilarious. Oh, she's so funny. <laughs> also, did you know that we, like, we were already connected to Lana before I met Lana? No. One of our other members, Holly, 
is also like really close friends with her. Get out of here. I know. I know Holly. I know you know Holly. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I was like, <laughs> and I, I think Holly posted a picture of me when I was in Dallas and Lana was like, you know my girl Holly? <laughs> what? That is so funny. I, I did not know that. Well, amazing. Yeah. Anyways, I love how small the world is. Yeah. So Lana J. Yeah. We had such a, that was a fun conversation. She is hilarious. Um, I, oh I, yeah. She just off the cuff is, is like a comedian. She's yeah, great. I know. In your next life, Lana, maybe, maybe you're a comedian, but if you're like me and you don't like to stay up late, it's probably not in your future <laughs> either. Um, but something that I loved, she said a lot of funny things that I really did enjoy. Oh, but, come on. There was, I mean, meeting your maker. I mean, there was so many so one-liners. Many, like, well, I don't even know how we led to being like crawling back into our mother's womb, but like that happened. That came out <laughs> on the podcast. I never thought that'd be a sentence on the Be It Pod. It is. <laughs> Now it's there. <laughs> I mean, I think her description of CrossFit uh, also might be one of my favorite. You know, we have to share this with Cindy, our trainer. Yeah, yeah, we, we have to. We have to yeah, send this yeah. podcast to her. Anyway, Cindy, when you listen to this, let us know if the description is accurate. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? It must be because Cindy is trying to get us to do the Valentine's Day massacre. I know. That just does not sound fun. Doesn't sound like I'm gonna want to like, be with my Valentine later that day. Yeah. Sign me up for the massacre. <laughs> Sounds like we're gonna be in an ice bath later. But anyways, we'll do we'll do whatever um gets keeps us strong and young. Okay. Anyways, back to Lana and what yes. she said. So I actually wanted to bring this up again because I think uh, this cycle that she talks about can be uh you can insert any word here. So she said the binge, guilt, shame, self worth cycle based on the confusion of conflicting diet advice is like we talked about like all that comes from it because you start one diet, but then you hear about this other diet, that diet didn't work. So you feel like it's you. Coffee's good. Coffee's bad. Wine is good. Wine is bad. Yeah. Eggs are good. Eggs are bad. But you, but when no one ever judges like the source of the information, they're like, oh, I must not be drinking the coffee correctly. I must not be, there's something wrong. Like with they make me. it their fault. Right. right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And that, um, is an interesting cycle, uh, confusion that can happen with anything. Maybe you're reading three different business coaches. One person saying Instagram is dead. The other person saying Instagram is amazing. Screw email. And like, or maybe you're trying to like find a date <laughs> and like you've got one person saying it's all about hinge. The other person saying, get outside and just walk up to people. Like that's all confusing. You got to really, first of all, you have to understand that most often it is rarely you. And it is often the design that is flawed. Not, well, I would, I would, flaw. I would advise you not to just walk up to people. If you're looking for a date, be like, Hey, are you single? <laughs> well, they're making a movie about someone just pulling someone out of the audience. So JLo is about to ruin your recommendation right there. Yeah, I guess that is true. But if you listen to Brad's advice, don't listen yeah. to JLo's advice and you won't be confused. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I just think that it's really important that you get really good at understanding where you are taking in information and be cognizant of whose information you allow in. And then if things don't work out, I mean, I don't want to create a bunch of egotistical people who blame, but also if you're listening to this more than likely than not, you're not a blamer, you're a shamer. And so you're going to take on the responsibility of the flaw of the design as opposed to character flaw. So just, you know, stick with stick, get someone's advice, do your well, research. Let's also talk about the, the, you know, she was talking about eating, right? Binge. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. the guilt, then the shame, then the self-worth conversation, the cycle, yeah. right? So whatever it is, if it's whether it's food or whether it's something else, 
you know, when you, uh, you know, feel then like you do an action, then you feel guilty, then you feel shame over it. And then you, you like measure yourself against this, uh, feeling that you've had of like, uh, um, you know, for me when I was younger, it was like, uh, uh, my friends were drinking when I was a teenager. Right. And I wanted to drink, but then I felt guilty about wanting to drink because I knew, I knew drinking was bad. You just felt you guilty know. about wanting to do it? Oh, yeah. I never actually did. Yeah. I didn't drink until wow. I was... No, I, I think I had my first drink when I was 19, which is like, still was illegal, but I was adult enough to like make a decision at that point. But my friends started drinking younger than that. And I was like, no, I can't. I just can't do it. You know, because like, you know, I, I was like, my parents were like, you can't drink. But, so then you, said, but no, you were no. shaming yourself for yeah, just then thinking I was, about wanting to do I it? Then I felt guilty for wanting to drink even because my friends were drinking and I didn't see, they weren't being ridiculous. They were just drinking, right? It wasn't like they were getting plastered and driving cars into trees. They were just drinking and having a party, you know? And I thought, well, they don't like, they don't look like anything is crazy. So maybe drinking isn't bad, but then I felt guilty for wanting to drink. And then I felt shame around the whole thing. So I totally understand this cycle. <laughs> oh my gosh. poor all right, all right, I'm, I'm going to make myself also sound like a total nerd. This sounds like Hermione talking to Ron about girls feelings that's what this sounds like yeah anyway I, all of those things can be felt by one person yes yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love you so much yeah. i mean but what you what you're saying is you've accurately described how people feel when it comes to dieting or how people feel about changes they want to make in their lives and sure. i just think it's so important that you honor what your goals were originally and you love yourself and then try not to take in too many different people's advice at the same time on the same topic because that's going to make you confused and also in shame. And that's like, that sounds like a really sad place to be. Yeah. It's not a fun cycle. Okay. What did you love? All right. So this is not something that I'm uh, particularly good at doing, uh, which is why I, I loved uh, her saying it. She <laughs> said, listen to what your body wants. Um, and I, this for me always comes back to sleep. Uh, for the first 35 years of my life, I decided I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know, and I literally said that to everyone. I said that to myself. I said it out loud. It was just my mantra. And, uh, you know, I ended up, I shared this before on the pod, but I ended up in the hospital when I was in college uh, because I didn't sleep. Um, I have, you know, like, like fall asleep at the wheel because I didn't sleep um, only momentarily, but it has happened. You know, that's terrifying. You know, so the, the reality is uh, listening to what your body wants, um, you know, we you might not understand it right away, but you will start to pick up the signs of, you know, for me, what, what's like the most blatant, uh, sign that my body needs sleep is my nose will start to run. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If my nose starts running oh my for gosh. no reason, next time I'm like, Oh, I have to go to sleep. Cause I'm clearly past the point. My body's like, you're done, dude. You know, uh, but wow, there wow, that is an incredible insight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, again, I, I, I like was doing sleep deprivation for 35 years, so I, I know how it works, right? But, uh, you know, whatever it might be, what, maybe it's hunger, maybe it's food, maybe it's uh, coffee, maybe it's bleary-eyed, maybe it's your hearing. There are things that your body will tell you uh, about how you're treating it. Uh, and we often, it's easy to ignore because we have the willpower to march on or do whatever it might be. And what I uh, started doing uh, in the last like two years was when I am, am like tired in the middle of the afternoon, I will go take a nap 
And you've the, been doing really good with taking the naps um, when your body says to nap. To yeah, and I don't I don't do that all the time, uh, you know. But what I've what I've uh, started to uh, allow myself is downtime where I'm tired. For example, last night I was tired, and it was literally seven thirty, and I was like, "It's time to I go know. to bed." Isn't that so fun to go to bed when you're like, "Oh." it's time to go to bed. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I I think that that's the weirdest thing because I probably could have watched, I mean, I could have watched two hours, two movies in the time I normally would have gone to bed, which is like a little after midnight, you know, but I, Oh my God. But that's the argument that goes through my head where I'm like this time I'm wasting this time by sleeping. Right. It's like, and I understand that's clearly not the conversation. This is why he has an aura ring because I need to get him and my dad understanding how important their sleep is. And now they're like, Oh, I got a 79. Oh, I got a 90. And then they're like, how did I get a 90? And now they're actually trying to get more sleep in and they're being (laughs) conscious of it. Yeah. But yeah, I think, um, listen to what your body wants. That just also something that takes time y'all. And like, but the more you do, the more you explore. And then you also, it doesn't have to be right. Like if you maybe your nose doesn't run when you're sleeping, maybe it, it doesn't, maybe it gets dried up, but like just, what is it like experiment is what I would say. And so have fun with that experimenting and go, Oh, I think I'm tired right now. Okay. We'll go take a nap. If you didn't fall asleep, then maybe you were actually just needing some water. Maybe you need some vitamin D try the different things until you figure out. Yeah. That's and then an, you'll know the sign. I think food is another one that we easily ignore. I know most of my uh, colleagues and friends would just skip lunch when we were in the office. Yeah. Because you don't have time and you're running around. All these stories we're telling ourselves. Yeah. And also, um, what was I going to say? Well, it ran out the window, but um, you were talking about drinking water. Oh yeah. So, um, thank you. Um, sometimes you think you're hungry when you're thirsty. That's what the studies say. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's what the studies say. Hmm. Okay, Amanda, good luck with that one. (laughs) So anyway, the seashells. (laughs) Oh, gee. All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Lana McClung? Uh, Right. That's where I jump in. So... Um, I love you so much. I so I hope this is not anyone's first time listening because yeah. all of this makes sense if you listen to us all the time. Okay, so um, she she did something that another thing that I was really bad at for a very long time was setting boundaries. Uh, she said, you know, when I started working for myself, uh, I began to just tell my clients, I'm available nine to five, Monday to Friday. And for her, she's got a different setup than we do. Uh, she allows people to Vox her VOX, mm-hmm. which is a Voxer, VOXER is a app, whatever. Um, and it just is effectively like a direct message straight to her. And she said she turns it off after 5 p.m. It's off. And her clients, because she's repeated this consistently, uh, know if they hit her up on Saturday, she will not get back to them until Monday. And for her, that has allowed her to uh, step away from, uh, you know, a, being an entrepreneur, working from home, doing all the things that, you know, especially in the last year, uh, many of us have begun to do. Uh, but I don't know about you, but I've noticed that I just work all the time now, like forever. I never seem to stop, you know? Well, cause you've always, you've, we've actually been, you've been working from home since 2016. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like you were like, oh, had boundaries and didn't have boundaries. And you're like, Oh, I need to go back to that. It's like, Nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's but, like you can work whenever you can sit at your desk. Yeah, and she also did something that I uh, I don't know that I can do. <laughs> she said she hides her phone. Not not impossible. It's not. Possible and she said she actually uh, uh, like will be out with friends, and the friends will know that she doesn't have any idea where her phone is. Uh, so she can't be responsible for calling the Uber or even like telling you what time it is because she doesn't have her phone. And that is, uh, I, I would say that's a hurdle for me. That's, that's a challenge. That actually sounds like, like free falling. It's like, what time <laughs> is it? What day is it? Like, yeah, yeah. where am I? <laughs> I, I feel like that when we are in Cambodia and I don't have Wi-Fi and I like. Right. You're just out and about in the temples and it just yeah. happens to be the afternoon. You're yeah. like, what time? Doesn't matter. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't gone that far yet, but uh, I, I thought that was really impressive. Uh, and I, I, I think it's also a great tool if that is a vice for you um, to maybe try what Lana's doing there. Yeah. Okay. My turn. I love this quote that she was ta- like, she was, we pulled for it. It's like, you have a hundred percent survival rate of every situation, everything scary, everything big that you've ever been in. Right. Can you like just picture that Everything 100% scary, survival rate, everything, every situation that didn't go the way you expected all of them. If you're listening to this, it means you're alive and you survived all the bad days. So if you can count on one person, in the entire world to be to put your best interest in out front and foremost, it's you. So if you've survived everything you've been through, you'll survive this, too. And if it's up to you, you've got really good odds. I freaking love it. Yeah, so I this love it so much. Th- this is the putting yourself first. Yes. Yeah. I know. Has, of course. Like, it's brilliant. It's also a great twist on the idea of it. I think so because we've heard like you've survived a hundred percent of all bad days. No, I was gonna say, uh, you know, we think that putting ourselves first is selfish. Oh. Right. And so this is uh, this is effectively well, the argument there is. Our argument against that is it's not selfish. You have to sow into yourself in order to serve others better. Yeah. Lana's argument to that is if there's a horse to bet on in the race, it's you because you're still here and you've survived, you know, through all the things, whatever the things are, you have made it through. So who would you rather bet on somebody else or yourself? Right. Like how would you rather put all your stuff into somebody else? When things go wrong, you can bet on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, anyways, all of it I'm into. And I just think um, it's just a great reminder when we're going through stuff or when we have to choose. Sometimes you have to choose between putting yourself first and doing something for someone else. And this might be the reminder that you need to put yourself first a little bit more than you think. Probably more than you think. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) All right, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are freaking grateful that you're here. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending us a DM on the Be It Pod on Instagram, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day.
Until You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.